If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Right now on Cats and Cosby, we have Andy McCarthy, of course, uh, the great former prosecutor, and also filling us in on the very latest, of course, with sort of the double standard of justice. Judge Weinberg, you and I were talking before the show about his National Review article, of course. He's a columnist for National Review, of course, a former uh, assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. Talk about that, Judge, real quick. Andy, this column was awesome. I have to tell you something. I read this and I was very upset by this because it seems to me all the decisions coming out of the U.S. District Court and District of Columbia were against Trump. They overturned or disregarded precedent. And you have a real question about the bias of the federal judges sitting in the District of Columbia. Can you talk about that, please? Yeah, I think, Judge, that it also is uh, continuing. I appreciate the the kind words. Um, I think the uh, we got a new decision today from uh, Judge Boesberg, who is now the, the chief judge of that court, who has replaced uh, Judge Beryl Howell, who is the one who made the uh, string of anti, uh, well, the string of decisions that uh, that cut for the prosecutor and against Trump, whether it was during the Mueller investigation or the later investigations. Uh, now, Judge Boesberg has ruled that uh, Mike Pence will have to testify uh, in the uh, in the in the grand jury proceeding that's looking into January 6th. I happen to think, to be fair, um, I think that was the correct legal decision. I didn't really think much of Pence's uh, argument against it. And Trump's argument uh, for executive privilege had been uh, rejected a number of times in that court. But uh, I would just say, overall, I wouldn't expect that trend to change. You know, I want to ask you, Andy, it's great to have you here. This is Rita Cosby. Um, Hi, Rita. Hi, Andy. I love you, and it's great to have you here on the show. You know, I want to – what are your thoughts about this new development? The New York Post is reporting the last few minutes that the Trump grand jury in New York – this is the Alvin Bragg case – is not meeting the rest of the week. Uh, They're meeting, but on another case. They're not going forward. They had uh, the guy yesterday from National Enquirer, David Pecker, sort of the rebuttal witness to Bob Costello, who we had here on the show. National Enquirer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where's this going? Well, you know, Rita, I I think what I've been saying to people all along is that, you know, Bragg walked away from this case once already. Uh, and this was mothballed until he was kind of mouthed into bringing it back, in part because uh, Mark Pomerantz and another prosecutor who quit the case, um, you know, uh, went public with their disagreement with him. And Pomerantz wrote a book, and the left put a lot of pressure on uh, Bragg to revive this thing. But he's always had misgivings about it because he knows it's a weak case, and he also knows that, you know, to turn it into a felony. He would need to do something he doesn't have jurisdiction to do, which is enforce federal campaign finance law. And even if he could do that, I don't think he's got a case that Trump actually committed uh, campaign finance 
violation. So he's got an evidence problem, too. I think Bragg, you know, his his orientation is against prosecution. Uh, he'd love to get Trump on something, but he also doesn't want to be embarrassed. I think probably, I mean, we're not there, but we could we could infer that Bob Costello's appearance uh, shook him a bit and probably reminded him of why he had misgivings about this case in the first place. Andy. And, you know, uh, he may not indict it. Andy, there's another issue, too. It's a separation of powers issue about this prosecution interfering with a federal presidential campaign. What do you say about that? Well, I don't I don't think that Bragg has authority under the penal laws of New York uh, to to enforce the federal campaign finance laws. He can enforce the New York campaign finance laws, but they don't uh, apply to presidential elections. And I'm trying to be fair on this. I mean, I've, I've defended Bragg, even though I think he's wrong, like eight ways to Sunday here, in the sense that I don't think the federal congressmen, the, the, these chairs of the you know Republican-controlled committees in the House, I don't think they have any authority to conduct oversight of Bragg's office, which is you know the office of a sovereign state prosecutor. Uh, I think it works both ways, but I don't. He doesn't have any right to enforce federal law. Uh, Andy Ed Cox here. The, this is a long time ago. How about the statute of limitations? I understand for the New York misdemeanor, it is two years. Right. Yeah, Ed, I think that's the reason he's struggling so hard to try to make it a felony, because he needs a felony to get it to five years. The problem is, even if he gets the felony, um, I'm, I'm not sure that saves him, because now what we're talking about is a transaction that happened mainly in 2017. He might be able to spin it into 2018 for, you know, on the theory that the business records generated tax records when, you know, 2017 had to get closed out the next year. But he's playing a lot of games to try to get that statute extended. Yeah, he sure is. Well, Andy McCarthy, thank you for being with us.